the blast from our past network. All right. Welcome to People Don't Forget, a nostalgia cast that takes you on a particular journey down memory lane. As always, I'm Scott steering the ship here. This is our first episode of 2022. So happy new year. Happy holidays to everyone. Thank you for being patient uh, with me. The last episode we did was so good. I wanted to take a little bit of break. Also, we got so much backlash. We I had to take a break. Actually, it was uh, legally advised that I take like a two month hiatus. So we're back now. Um, If you if you listen to the last episode, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So uh, but we're back for the new year. I'm really excited, uh, not only for the guests, but for what we're going to talk about tonight, because it's something I wanted to do for a while. Um, So I'll bring my guest in. We'll get the premise of the episode and we'll just get it going here. So I am joined um, by someone, you know, and love. You've heard him on this podcast many many times uh he did the decade awards we talked about movies like we will again tonight um you can hear him all over the place and i'll let him tell you about that stuff whenever he chooses to whether it's now or at the end but my guest uh for this brand new 2022 episode is mr sam carr sam what's up man what up happy new year buddy likewise we're checking up the deuces as chris breezy would say I know. I, I, I listen. I listen to your Deuces cover all the time. So. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, I like it. That's awesome. That just it flowed out of me like it was nothing. Uh, dude, I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to see you. It has been a while, and uh, I'm glad you got your legal troubles straightened out from the last one. That <laughs> I'll try to keep an explicit tag off of this one if possible for you. So. Yeah. No, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> Nice man. How was your uh, how was your Christmas and your New Year's and all that? Interesting, man. Interesting. So obviously it's my first one. I, I spent one other Christmas like away from my family when I lived in LA previously, but I was different. I was young. I was, just, you know, whatever. Sure. This, you know, this kind of being my first Christmas with, you know, I've got obviously five nephews, um, and I now have a niece actually who was born um, right after Christmas. But oh, so wow. I. Yeah, so it's like, you know, but I have five nephews now and, and Christmas, obviously, I feel like as you get older, it starts to be become a little bit more meaningful, you know, because you're the one kind of giving the gifts, you're not anticipating yeah, the yeah. gifts, you're kind of showing love in different ways. And again, all of my nephews are under the age of 20. So I mean, they all still care about gifts, you know what I mean? It's sure. not like, yeah. <laughs> um, and so like, you know, my girlfriend Hannah and I, we like bought them a bunch of gifts, you know, spent hundreds of dollars on gifts, made sure that we, you know, kind of wrapped everything, packaged it. And we mailed it out to my mom's, uh, you know, to my mom's place and, sure. you know, to be distributed on Christmas morning. And then we were going to do it like over FaceTime. And we nice. made sure like we did everything by the book, sent it out like in time to make sure it had enough time to ship. And what happened? The package got stolen outside my mom's no. apartment. Oh, dude. Yeah. So like, oh man, it was such a gut punch because it's like, I, I don't know. I just felt like particularly proud this year. Like I felt like sure. I got super good gifts. Like I got my nephews a drone, like just all these Dude. like, yeah, just like all these really cool gifts and then nothing like, and that then sucks. And the worst part, obviously too. Well, I guess that's the worst part, but even that is like, they got us so many nice things. So it was like, it sure. just, oh, it's like you open gifts from them and then you just feel so bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That it's, sucks, man. Yeah, that's that's the uh, good that's, uncle thing. So that's the world I we live know in. What you're talking about, though, having children of different ages, it's like 
Christmas at some point just becomes all about the kids. And then it's like, yeah. people are like, what are you doing for the holidays? Like, I'm watching my kids open presents. Like, that's really all there is for me to do. Yeah. I'll turn on a parade, I'll watch Elf, and then I'm just going to watch kids open presents. So that's about it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, uh, you know, all things aside, you got to make the most of it. I mean, I still had a good a good holiday, you know, a happy new year. So think, things are Great. good. And you started off 2022 with a tournament win on Throwback Trivia Takedown? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Like, of course not. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you like, over four on that? <laughs> well, okay. First of all, officially, <laughs> officially, I'm like one in four. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, unofficially, I'm two in four and I smoked your buddy Marcus, but that episode never happened. So, oh, that's right. The last episode. Yeah. Yeah. And that one was not close. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I did it- get to see Marcus over the holiday. That was nice. Uh, finally got to meet one of my internet friends in person. So, that was a good time. Yeah, I, you know, I thought to myself, I was like, you know what will get you to like meet people is move to Los Angeles because everyone wants to come out there to visit. So I was like, <laughs> I'll, I'll plant myself here so that when everyone like inevitably visits, they can like hang out. Been here since July, haven't met anyone. So <laughs> clearly I need to rethink my strategy. <laughs> you move to like Indiana or somewhere that's like halfway between everywhere. That'd probably work, right? Yeah, but then I thought there wouldn't be enough like excitement. Like, hey, you want to come watch this Pacers game? No one, no one wants to do what? that. What? Dude, Vic Oladipo, does he still play for them? No, see, no. <laughs> a few years ago, it would have been dope to live in Indiana. Yes, yeah. Well, they had Paul George a few years ago. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> this is already going off the rails. Let's uh, bring it back in here. I want to talk about you know what this episode is going to be because I've mentioned this before. Um, and one of them was the Decade Awards. One of them was the Crushes episode. When I initially started this nostalgia cast i wrote down just like a bunch of topics that i wanted to do before i ever even started this like if i do this these are the type of episodes that i want to have i put this down and i said i want to do this episode and i need sam to be the guy that goes on this journey with me and so i've been sitting on this one for you know like a year and a half and i tried to spread things out just so i have different people on but trust me i wanted to do this one earlier but (laughs) i'm glad we're doing it now so i'll just explain what it is and then we'll just kind of get into it so and obviously I brought you on. People know that you're kind of the movie guy. So, you know, this was, again, perfect. I'm a movie you. guy. I think more importantly than me being a movie guy, I am an uh, entertainment addict. I think is how I've described myself previously. So Right. For this movies endeavor, I need, yeah, I needed to bring in someone who, who knows his movies, knows his TV, knows his actors, knows his entertainment. So that's why I yeah. went with this. So what we're doing tonight <laughs> is we are remaking or rebooting movies and TV shows. We have a couple, you know, rules and parameters that are set, but basically we're just going to both kind of, I guess, sort of pitch each other, you know, movie remakes, movie reboots. Um, you know, you can adapt a, a TV show into a movie. You can adapt a movie into a TV series, you know, kind of however you want to do it is totally fine. We're going to mm-hmm. cast a lot of them as well so that we can kind of get an idea of what it would look like. The only caveat that I put on you was that, it could not have had any sort of release or any sort of um, reboot or anything within the last 20 years. Right. Um, so basically, like, that eliminates, like, like I was telling you, you know, Power Rangers is out, right? right. Um, you know, it kind of anything that had... A lot more stuff than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, I know. So many remakes. Like... I know there were things where I was like, wait, can I do that? And I was like, oh, I can't because they did this straight for TV. Like, right. 
yeah portion of like it so it's currently in development that's going to be coming out it's just it's bananas how much stuff is being remade that i wasn't even aware of i mean i'm excited for it like for the same reason that i'm excited to do this episode but then it just like it limited my list a little bit but i still got a lot of good picks on yeah it. i mean that's the thing is like we live in the age of nostalgia that's yeah. why a podcast like this exists that's why the entire <laughs> bfop network exists exactly and it's yeah i mean i, I honestly feel like and I'm not probably not even exaggerating 30 to 35% of what's on TV is not original, right? Like it's, it's derived from something. Yeah. It has a predecessor already. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. This is the perfect time <laughs> to do it. So well, yeah, Definitely. we'll just, we'll just get into it. Since you're the guest, I'm going to let you kind of do one of yours first and we'll go back and forth. We can criticize each other. We can, um, you know, <laughs> if we can triumph and, and rejoice, <laughs> if we like it, whatever the case may be. So take it away, man. Nice. Cool, man. Yeah. I looked at a lot of different, um, I thought about a lot of TV shows and movies that I watched growing up and a lot of them, like I said, like some of them you see where they're doing like serious remakes, like they did the Mad Max update that was really cool and like Oscar worthy. And then they did like the Starsky and Hutch remake where they took like a drama series and they made it comedy. I was trying to think like, what are some different ways you could do stuff like that? Yeah. Um, Like they're doing that with, they're doing that with Bel Air. That comes out. Like, that comes yeah, out next exactly. month. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of like one of the movies that I liked a lot, like visually to look at when I was a kid, but never really thought the story was good. And even rewatching it now, it's still not. And uh, I'm going to say this one first because I see that there's potentially a remake in development. So if I say it first, then I'm still getting it in under the wire. <laughs> nice. But I'm talking about Waterworld, man. Like I always thought Waterworld was like a super rad idea for a movie that they just poorly executed. And I'm thinking like if they did a remake of Waterworld, even as like one of those HBO miniseries or something like that would be super sick to do with some new actors and some new special effects and some maybe better writing or something like that. So I'm just going to kick it off with Waterworld because I did read that somebody might be potentially doing an update on it. But um what do you think about Waterworld? Do you did you watch Waterworld when you were a kid? I have never seen Waterworld. Okay. <laughs> um, I I know the premise obviously. I kind of sure. know about Waterworld. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that'd be interesting. It's I I will say this. Certainly, enough time has passed, right, where it would hit an entirely new generation. Um, For sure. I think you probably said it best. It needs a better story. Yeah. Um, just kind of based on I have you know things I've read about it or what I do know about Waterworld sure. is it I feel like your opinion seems to be the majority on that so yeah i think a better story and like you kind of said i think it it might interestingly work as like a mini series right yeah i think it would be cool i think maybe not even recast it just put like old as balls kevin costner just on a jet ski (laughs) i'd still pay to watch that right people still think he's hardcore in yellowstone like just, just watch him do a jet skiing thing next that'd be cool (laughs) so yeah did you have any sort of cast in mind i was just trying to think of guys that are kind of doing um because he was like an action star for a long time and then i guess he kind of did the whole dances with wolves thing but um kevin costner was like a hardcore dude so like who is the modern day kevin costner or the modern day bruce willis i don't even know if i could put my finger on it but maybe like not tom hardy he just did the mad max thing maybe like charlie hunnam or somebody like that would be cool in a role like that i could see that 
I could see Charlie Hunnam with his blonde hair all wet, like on a jet ski. You know, I think I'd, I'd get into that. Like you're, you're hitting a lot of my uh, interests on that one. There, so. I like that. No, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> as far as the other guy, I don't even know. It was like Dennis Hopper or something. Like, I don't know who, who would be a good villain. Or yeah. Whatever. I feel like some of these, it's kind of like you attach one star to it. Right. And that's then the exactly. rest is kind of supporting cast where I have some where I, I have, you know, and more of an ensemble, but sure. a lot of it, it's like you kind of attach one name to it, and that's yep. all you really yeah. need. Well, and that's that Waterworld feels Water, like that. Waterworld starring Charlie Hunnam. That's going to be the thing that I'm going to do. So I can literally see the billboard on like Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. That's, that's my first one. What do you that, got? That's a good start. So my first one, I I have to do this one first, just based on on recent um, events. Um, it just makes sense for me to kind of kick off with this one. So I'm doing a TV series um tv show that's beloved it's beloved by many um it had some spin-off attempts that didn't pan out they didn't really go anywhere so mine is more of it's not a direct you know reboot it's more of a reimagining because okay. i want to do something different with it but you know tribute i wanted to send out tribute to betty white because she's no longer with us right, so my my first one is the golden girls the early years nice <laughs> so what i want to do is i want to do golden girls but i don't want them to be as old as they were in the original series so oh, okay. i'm thinking i would do kind of their lives maybe 10 15 years before where sure. the golden girls sort of picked up right because yeah. i mean they're in what they're i they're mean 50s 50 yeah. well yep. i guess uh Sophia Except is still getting she's in her she's, 80s yeah yeah she's I think she's supposed to be probably in her 70s right or I think 80s. she says at one point what are you saving me for I'm 82 years old or something. yeah um but so I would I would do them like late 30s okay. is kind of what I was thinking just like right. they're already so now they kind of so it's almost like a sex in the city I guess is kind of okay. the vibe I'm going with but so you would want uh, single ladies in their 30s or maybe 40s or whatever uh, well, I mean, the thing is, Blanche is certainly going to be single, right? Like, she's yeah. Blanche is definitely going to be single. Um, <laughs> I could, I could see Dorothy maybe being in like a um, little bit of a trapped marriage, like maybe sure. she because she was kind of yeah, and she was yeah. kind of meek, and maybe she's afraid to kind of admit that it's not working and put herself sure. out there. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, Sophia. Uh, you know, yeah. just being crazy and Sicilian, dude. I would love to see those like real dumb, like Rose in Minnesota, like all of the dumb stories that she tells about back yeah. in St. Olaf or whatever. That would be awesome. Just a whole series with right stories on there. That'd so be- yeah, I think this. Obviously, I think it would do well because one, you have the Golden Girls name attached to it. So right there, sure. that's going to yeah. generate interest. And now you add in obviously the unfortunate. Betty White news. Oh yeah. But and then you just again, I mean Sex in the City was so popular. I feel like a lot of those kind of women in their, you know, those middle-aged women shows do well, right? Because yeah. it appeals to a lot of people. And so oh, I think yeah, you get sure. a lot Bigger of people town. into that. Yeah, exactly. So I so as far as casting it goes, right? I I th- I might this is I might need some help, right, okay. with this one. But so I started thinking like who would fit in what role, right? Like who would fit well. I wanted to be realistic too. Like I'm not going to take a major movie star knowing that they're not going to do TV, right? So sure. I tried to stick in the realm of like TV stars, but okay. I also wanted to stay away from Deborah Messing because I feel like she always comes up in things like this. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, let me stay Definitely. away from Deborah Messing. So yeah. I was trying to think of who is like a big name TV star that, you know, we might be able to get attached to this. So one name that came to me and maybe you can help me put her in a specific role was Kelly Cuoco. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
because obviously, you know, she's a big TV star off Big Bang Theory. She's got yes. what is her show now? The the flight attendant or flight attendant? Yeah, she does that like dry and um, like I'm over it thing super well. I'm not a big fan of the Big Bang Theory, but like from what I've seen of the way she does that character on there, she would probably be. She could probably do all of them really well, actually. But she would that's probably what I kind of thought too. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I feel it. like she would be our main sort of draw, right? right? Like the main the Carrie Bradshaw, if you will. Yeah, there you go. Of like the Golden Girls, the early years. So, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And obviously, the issue I had with this is there's so much more diverse casting now, right? Like, this is kind of unfortunately, it's got to be like four white women. So, it, (laughs) right? I mean, you want to try to stick to the like all of a sudden, we're I don't want to do this where like you know Blanche is now black. You know what I mean? Like, I want to try to stay true. Dude, as i can though. right like, wouldn't it you could you'd have so many good options like, I, P. Henson as I, trust me. <laughs> so. I know i know um but i wanted to try to stay true to the character so sure. that didn't give me a lot and it's like hairstyles kind of like i feel sure. like it's hard to know what hair what hair color they would have yeah know, 30 years ago oh, but great. i mean rose is probably a blonde still yeah so. exactly so thinking of that too i was trying to think of someone else who kind of did tv because rose i feel like rose is our comic relief right and she's right, gonna of be course. i don't want to necessarily say like ditty or anything like that but she's gonna right. be maybe a little bit of a space cadet so i was trying to think who could pull something like that off well i thought beth bears from two broke girls okay i don't know her name but i know who you're talking it's about it's not cat yeah. dennings the one that's not Cat Dennings. The other yeah. broke girl. She could do the dumb thing pretty well. She's kind of think. got, I feel like she's got that down well. And I didn't want to choose Anna Ferris. So. Sure. <laughs> Anna Ferris would also be really good. As yeah. Well, now that you said that. So I thought, I thought maybe Beth Bears for that or anyone. I don't know if anyone comes to your mind. It, it would kind of fit that. Yeah. That's what that I was type just of role is like of, a TV uh, star. Yeah. They're all like all of the ones that are out there i'm trying to think of another show where somebody's just dumb on purpose you know or like <laughs> the ditzy one and i was right thinking, but also like, that uh, fits you know what i mean like you can't pick like mindy kaling because it just doesn't fit exactly well the same with um i just freaking forgot her name the girl who is john ralphio's sister on jenny slate like a jenny slate would be funny and yeah. that kind of role but i also i also thought like ellie kemper would be oh Yes, because she good did, in that. She was that character, like yeah. in the office or whatever. She exactly. But I don't want to typecast anyone either at the same time. So, <laughs> so I thought maybe Beth Baird. And then I started just thinking of like different actresses. Like Blanche, I feel like maybe gives a little bit of a leeway with like maybe I can get a brunette in here. Sure. Um, but and to me, Blanche is actually kind of hard because yeah, the role was played so well. It's kind oh, of yeah. hard to to imagine someone else doing it well, so are I you gonna try to get someone that's southern too okay or are you just gonna want to fake the southern into pro- it? probably have to fake the southern sure. because <laughs> again i you know i don't really know sure enough so that one i really didn't put anyone in that role because i couldn't really think of anyone that, i'm trying like, to think of who fit. like the uh the overly sexualized characters like maybe leighton meester or somebody yeah oh you know what that's not bad <laughs> She's I do. That, right? I, I, well, she can be either or. She's been. She's been either true. or. Oh, so. that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually like that a lot. Yeah, let's do Leighton Meester. As let's do Leighton Meester, and then obviously the tough one is Sophia because we need someone a little older. Sure. You know, so I mean, we're probably looking at her in her fifties, right? If they're, I mean, in... she was the same. She was younger than Dorothy. Yes. Like, so that's that's what I'm wondering is do sure. do we kind of want to, you know, pick someone that's around the same age as the other actresses and dress her up to look older, or do we just go with like a Maybe like somebody a, who's actually a little bit older. Well, because like I my my pick would be like Lisa Kudrow. 
like, that would be great because yeah. she's in that age range and obviously oh, yeah. we know she's got the comedy chops she could definitely work that very well i mean even then if you're looking for italian you could do like an Edie falco or something she's not super old and she could probably yeah she's very dramatic but i think she could pull off the funny line she was on 30 rock and stuff right yeah so. that's true yeah so i i would go with one of those two um yeah. Four. So that's my Golden Girls the early that's years. That's awesome. Dude, I almost put it on my list and then I was like, I better not touch Golden Girls. We're we're a huge Golden Girls household here and we were very distraught by the passing yeah. of Betty. So. Well, listen, you pitched this to your wife. I want I want to know what <laughs> she thinks. What her feedback is, I want to yeah. know if she would watch it. I will say though, they did just this week put Golden Palace on Hulu. So if you have not seen the spin-off Golden Palace, it's the three girls except for Dorothy, and they buy a hotel with Don Cheadle and Cheech Marin. Like, it's the weirdest <laughs> premise for a show ever. Uh, but I would be down to even see a Golden Palace remake or something like that where it's – like what you're saying, it's the same characters, and they're still together, but they're in some kind of different kind of situation. So yeah. I, I definitely think that would be fun. And you're totally right about, like, brand recognition. Like, they'd be all over that. So that'd be a good one. Good yeah. pick. Cool. All right. What, what do you got next for me? Oh man, I have so many things. I have movies that I want to make as TV shows. I have TV shows that I want to make as movies. Um, you know what I'm going to pick next? I'm going to pick the movie. <laughs> uh oh. And only because my son was watching it the other day, and I was like, "This movie sucks," but it's such a cool idea and such like a beloved franchise that I feel like if you did it right, like correctly right now, then people would love it. I'm going to go with Spawn. <laughs> okay. Interesting. The, uh, the John Leguizamo classic. Yeah. Who uh, was it? Michael Jai White or whatever his name. I don't even know. Yeah. So, yeah. Spawn. I was. I don't remember that movie being as bad as it was, but that movie was corny. Um, but with the whole superhero trend going on right now, as as people are doing, and especially even superhero remakes, right? It seems like they're coming oh, yeah. out every year. Um, I feel like we could slide this one right in, and it would work really well. But um, yeah, Spawn, man. I. I liked that movie as a kid. I had the action figures and I read the comic books and then watching it now, it's like, this is hard to watch, dude. <laughs> which I'm sure there's a lot of movies like that, but uh, yeah, dude, I like spawn. I don't, as far as casting it though, I don't think it would really matter. Like, again, I don't know the guy who plays spawn. I remember John Leguizamo more than anybody from that. Movie, yeah. So. But like, you could probably just plug in. I mean, Kumail Nanjiani was a superhero recently, right? You could pick True. anybody that just get them jacked up and plug them in there. But um yeah, I don't, I don't know that his lines necessarily would have to be a certain person. Yeah. So maybe I would want to recast the villains from the Spawn movie and see what <laughs> we could do with that. Um, I'm trying to think who I would want to throw in there as the evil. What was the clown's name? I don't even remember now. Oh, I don't. It's been so long since I've seen Spawn. That's what I'm saying, dude. It was it was a long time until this week when yeah. the 13-year-old turned it on on Netflix or whatever it was on. Um, I don't know who would be all the guys I'm thinking of now are like the, again, the nostalgia sinks in, right? So you're like, who would play a creepy old crown, a clown, uh, Danny DeVito, but he's like right. not a current guy. Right. So I don't even know who that would be. Um, let me think here. Yeah, no, I spawn is an interesting, that it's a, it's a really good choice because like you said, the superhero thing, For sure. I think if there were ever a time to do it right it's now, yeah. And now, yeah. And people, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you make a superhero movie, there's people that will go see it just because it's a superhero movie. Yep. Definitely. So, I don't know that that would, I mean, obviously, 
box office bombs are more than norm now with the world that we're living sure. in. So I don't want to say it wouldn't <laughs> bomb, but right. people would still spend millions of dollars to go watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, throw throw Jamie Fox in as Spawn, and then throw. Uh... <laughs> it's an immediate watch. You put his name on the poster. Agreed. So who would be good to battle Jamie Foxx in a movie, but also as a fat, creepy clown man? Um, yeah, that. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess it kind of depends on what direction, like, you want to take that the clown. You know what I mean? Like, because he could be really anybody. I mean, it's a fat suit. It was John Leguizamo. He's not a fat, creepy clown right. man, right? So. Um... Yeah, that's true. You're right. It can be any. Do that's the thing. It's like, do you want to take you know to go that comedian route? Right, or that, just someone who's going to be like scary about it, you know? Yeah. So um, it depends on which direction you want it to go. I think, and I, I, I feel like with good. Jamie Fox attached, you kind of have to do another comedian, just because for the Oswald. rapport. <laughs> you know what? Maybe. So Pat Oswald in as the clown. Yeah, I'd watch it. That'd be great. Yeah, I think I'm sure, and like he'd give it his all. Oh, and he'd be hilarious too. It'd be good. Or uh, even Nick Offerman. Throw Nick Offerman. Oh, that'd be good, too. He's so good. He'd be really weird. Yeah, no. I like it. Cool, man. Spawn's Spawn, my pick number two. Spawn with Jamie Foxx sells itself. Yeah, I know, right? Just yeah. sold it in the room. What What's interesting is, you know, with your choices, what I'm seeing is you're kind of taking movies that maybe you feel like were a little underwhelming. A couple of them are like that. A couple and of them are so, movies that I really do like like a lot that I just want to see them updated. There's a couple of yeah. franchises like you touching on Golden Girls. That's kind of what I was nervous about because I, there's some things that I'm like, this is so beloved yep. that I don't want to try to redo it. But then certain things I think would be okay with an update. So you know, Since we're on that topic, actually, there is one <laughs> that I could not touch. Um, okay. It's one of my absolute favorite movies. I mean, I've seen it a million times like loved it yeah. as a kid love it as an adult but because of the iconic status of it sure. i feel like it's untouchable and that's mrs doubtfire oh yeah like i wanted to but it's like oh yeah i can't i i <laughs> wouldn't not. feel right exactly touching mrs doubtfire so nobody could even do it the way that he did it so, yeah yeah so I, I that was so one good. that initially like was one of the first ones in my head like oh gotta redo mrs doubtfire and then <laughs> the more i thought about it i was like can you though? I, like, you better I not. You better not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just didn't feel comfortable. Point, so, yeah. um, I try to be pretty eclectic, like as far as genres go. I try to do a little bit of everything. Nice. Um, so I wanted to kind of get this. This is a movie remake now. Um, okay. I, I started with TV shows, so now I'll do a movie. Cool. Um, and it's honestly a movie that I'm surprised hasn't been redone yet. There was about 10 years ago there was kind of that boom in well there was a boom in two trends one was like let's remake movies from the 80s you know like red dawn and, and oh yeah footloose and like yeah. literally like all these things it was sure. like let's remake movies from the 80s and then there was also about five years before that there was this trend of let's just make a bunch of dance movies right right <laughs> so i i don't know how this slipped through the cracks but i am remaking flash dance oh yeah how how is that not done already? Like, I don't understand how that... It's one of the, like... I don't want to say, like, biggest movies of the 80s, but it's sure. a very popular movie from the 80s. Oh, the soundtrack so alone yeah, is incredible. The and, dance. yeah, I'm just so shocked that it hasn't been redone yet. Yeah, for sure. 
it's got right. iconic like classic scenes right like the pulling down the the water and <laughs> yeah what a feeling and maniac <laughs> and like the soundtrack would be great first of all like because those songs can get remade like imagine ariana grande doing what a feeling for like the new flash dance uh, soundtrack imagine like chromio doing she's a maniac or yeah right like and that's again that scene with the running like that's referenced in everything from snl to everybody love <laughs> every will ferrell movie like there's always somebody doing she's a maniac so. the thing yeah, that's the thing like that's you crazy, don't dude. you don't have to have seen the original to to even know what the movie is or understand right. the premise like it's kind of one of those easy it's, i mean it's an easy premise like it works you know you just put it's an underdog story of like someone yeah. who's trying to better themselves and you throw in the, there's a little element of romance so i casted it i only casted the main role because okay. i feel like this is one of those movies where like that's all that really matters you can throw in anyone as like the love interest right so i only recasted like the jennifer beals role and i wanted someone who looks the part you know as kind of a dancer like that dancer sort of physique sure. i wanted someone who kind of has a little bit of background in like entertainment and like singing and dancing just so it'd be a little bit easier i feel like you know she could right. like pull off the moves and do her own stunts i want to pick someone who's super popular right now that would generate a lot of people so right. for me it was a no-brainer remaking flash dance starring zendaya oh yeah that's perfect perfect that was the easiest one on my list to cast i was like flash dance zendaya slam dunk make it happen be. yeah that's an easy sell dude sold it in the room that's that's cake dude and that's perfect yeah she's beloved on everything that she does and she's like got that disney money going on right now so. and she like she looks like a dancer like she's got the long she's legs got she's got the physique sure, yeah like yeah. it's you could put it, her in anything and she'd rock it for sure dude yeah it's a no-brainer to me she could, yeah, she I'm can do that. <laughs> so, yeah, flash yeah, dance with Zendaya done. Were there other people in that movie though? Like, I don't even. I know, know there's a you know there's a love interest <laughs> guy, but again, you can pretty much throw anyone into that. Yeah, because it's the there's only one main character in that movie. That's the thing. Everything else is secondary. Exactly right. So, yeah. So Zendaya's on board. Flash dance. We're making it happen. <laughs> Speaking of making things happen, you know my segues are good. There's a lot of good things happening on the BFOP network, like this show. I agree. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today in studio is co-host oh, hey, Dean. Hey, Tim. Dean. Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode. This is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then, thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time. Talking back. All right, you're up, buddy. Nice. Um, okay, I'll go with the TV show next on mine. This was one that I, there's a couple of them that I kind of went back and forth on and I think I'm just going to go two at the same time because they're kind of similar. But um, I do remember like there used to be, or it seems like there used to be a lot more sitcoms of a certain genre and then there weren't any for a while or the ones that were around were like overly raunchy but i want something like a nice family sitcom of this specific genre that i could like the whole family can sit down and watch it and i think with the resurgence of like or the appearance and appreciation of like a ted lasso you could maybe bring out a sports sitcom again but do an updated version of one that you already know people like like maybe coach or hanging with mr cooper right something like that right where you can get like yeah. you can get it's a family sitcom but it's centered around kind of a sports theme 
there you go. Um, and yeah, and like there's a there's a Craig T. Nelson type somewhere out there, right? That you can <laughs> yes. plug into a into a coach role, and I think it would work really well, especially based on like. Ted Lasso is obviously wonderful and just like gives me all the feels, but it's not really like a family friendly show that I can watch with my kids. Cause there's a yeah. ton of F words. So if there was like a TV, a TV PG version of a Ted Lasso, I would be all over that. And I think coach or Mr. Cooper or a hybrid of both would be something that would be fun like that. So. Yeah, no, I like it. I, I, you're right. And where that's, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like it seems like now if there's a show that involves sports, it has to be on like HBO or Showtime right. or stars like exactly. ballers, right? Like ballers, yeah. like Ted Lasso, Blue Mountain East, State or East, East Bound and Down. Like all exactly. these shows have to have yeah. like a raunch factor. <laughs> right. And but coach didn't have to have a raunch factor. It was just him and no. his family he was being a family guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think it's good. And I, it has a little bit of an element of like kind of that Friday night lights element, right? Where the, it's the coach and you're just kind of following him and his family and exactly. some of the players. And, but it's but, got more humor than Friday night. Lights. Right. I was going to say, but it does it in, in a comedy way, which exactly. is even more like non-threatening and For even sure. more family friendly because yeah, like you said, you can sit, watch it with your kids and you don't have to necessarily get into anything deep, right? It's right. just kind of pleasure viewing. Exactly. It can be mindless and just entertainment. Cause again, I'm an entertainment junkie. Um, <clears throat> and I'm trying to think of who I would have maybe play the coach role. And I, I don't know if he's too old, but I feel like he's a lovable TV dad that people would like in there. Like a Ty, is his name Burrell? Ty oh, Burrell? I, that's perfect. <laughs> Ty Burrell, Modern Family. Yeah. Yes. For Modern Family. Yeah. Phil Dumpy. You throw him in that role. It'd be perfect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I mean, and he kind of looks the part like he'd be believable if he came yeah. in like wearing like a polo tucked into his, his slacks. <laughs> exactly. With like a windbreaker jacket on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> and then what this could be one of those shows where you get kind of those reunions, right? So you could have some modern family reunions and some guest stars come in. There you go. You yeah. know, and an ep- there can be an episode where, you know, with Eric Stone Street, right? He can be like yeah. a rival coach of maybe yeah. another team. And you could bring in Ed O'Neill for an episode as maybe the coach's old mentor. Right. Or then you find out that Ty Burrell's dad was also a coach and then it's just Craig T. Nelson and he comes in too, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, he'd probably have to be involved. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to bring him in at some point too. Yeah. That'd be great, man. That's good. No, I like it. I, cool. And I, I like that, you know, again, we're kind of doing different genres and yeah. some different things. Speaking of different genres, I'm going to go a little darker than I have with my first two here. Um, because there's a space for that too now, right? There's a space sure. for sort of supernaturally kind of dark shows, right? People really yeah. like that or movies. And this for me works as a show or a movie. So I really couldn't decide if I want to do, because it, so it, it is a movie. Okay. So it can certainly be a remake, or I could even see it adapted into like a Netflix series. I think this would be a perfect Netflix series. Cool. Um, and I think that you would be able to get a decent enough cast where it would just draw a lot of people in. And that is The Craft. Oh, yeah. Yes, dude. Absolutely, you could. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, The Craft is... It's it's an interesting movie. I think it's a good movie. I You know, it's... It, this was obviously... It was... I. The craft was ahead of its time. Like, let's just be real. For sure. You know, if that was, a, if that came out now, like, again, people are obsessed with that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Dude, like the new Sabrina the Teenage Witch was basically like, <laughs> like they went real, real dark with that one. I was not expecting that. But like, you could take something like the craft and you could definitely like make it Stranger Things weird, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's why I said I think it could work as a Netflix series. 
for sure. Or it could yeah. just be a movie or you could do both. It, you make it a movie. And if it does really well, you can, you know, you can adapt it into a Netflix series at that point. For sure. So as far as casting goes, you got to cast one, all four of them. You got to cast. all. Four. So I have, so I have three, so maybe you can help me with, okay, sweet. with the, cause honestly, three of them stood out to me. And one was sure. kind of like, one was the Karen of mean girls, right? Like there was, <laughs> Like Mean Girls, you know, you got Regina, you got Gretchen, you got Katie, who are kind of important in that movie. And then, and then Karen this, was kind of there. She was just dumb and off to the side. Yeah. yeah. So Sometimes the dumb blonde is the lovable one. We just talked about Golden Girls. You so know I, I will actually, I'll do the Nev Campbell role first. Okay. Because the Nev Campbell role was sort of the one that was kind of the the protagonist, right? She was yeah, the one that was... the hinge for sure. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of... Sure. That, I think that role becomes even more important if it's remade because sure. it's the you know she's kind of reluctant to go to the dark side and people can get behind that kind of character yeah definitely. and it's funny that you mentioned sabrina the series because i thought kieran and shipka would be yes. perfect she for totally that role would, dude she totally would but we when know you, she can do the Ned magic Campbell, thing. like i can put their faces just on top of each other and it's very similar <laughs> so she'd be good and she'd have to go brunette too i mean i don't know if she's ever gone brunette but i'd be down to see karen ship as a brunette so. yeah and i just think she would pull that off really really well just trying to toe the line between like you know staying true to herself and being in- innocent and moving over to the dark side we know she's got yeah. the chops Absolutely. to do that kind of dark dude ma- from those later seasons of Ma- uh, Mad Men too where she was kind of doing that coming of age and like my parents want me to be this and i'm trying to be yep. this like she would definitely she could work that really well great pick yeah so now of course the tough farzuka balk faruka balk whatever her name is for Far- 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 yeah um that role which is just basically re- uh, witchy regina george <laughs> Right. I mean, that's basically what that is. Yeah, exactly. The Mingo role. role. I, yeah. I was like, you know what? Why deviate from what we're doing here? Let me go back to the well. Let me pull in an entire fan base of a show that's extremely popular. Let me just get the person who plays the court of the sort of mean girl on that show. And I'm going to take Camilla Mendez from Riverdale and put her into that role. Oh, OK. Which and she smart, smart it's play, dude. Smart. Yeah. And Riverdale has obviously. um <laughs> They've incorporated the Sabrina universe into their show. So Kieran right. Chipkin's now on Boom. Riverdale. There so listen, it works. It's a formula that's proven. It's exactly. tried and true, and I'm not going to deviate <laughs> from it. So those are my two. I like it, dude. My two main stars there. Gotcha. So now I need to cast the African-American girl. <laughs> Zendaya again. Is gonna no, no. It. It's just, it's like, it's good because it's nice to have some diverse casting. I'm just yeah, glad absolutely. that. Um, this one was a little bit a little bit tougher because I'm not I'm not as I guess well educated in sort of who the up and comers are sure. that kind of fit that demographic. I thought maybe Yara Shahidi from Blackish might okay. be able to fit, um, but I didn't love the fit there. So then I thought to myself, can we do one of those things where you take someone that's a little bit older and they play younger to really get some name recognition? Sure. Um, Vanessa Williams. When she <laughs> this person admittedly is like I think too big for to, for this role. Like I don't oh, okay. think this is something that she would do, especially gotcha. if it's a series. I think she'd be maybe if it's a movie, maybe you could get her. She'd have to play younger, but she still looks pretty young. So I thought maybe Zoe Kravitz. Oh yeah, she'd be great. Oh, would she fit would that kind that, of role for sure, dude. Yeah, she's she's got that range too. Didn't she just do? Oh, she's Catwoman now, right? Is yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, dude, she's going to, um, she would be great at that too. If you were looking for somebody younger, because those other people that you said were, they're like, 
what 20s maybe they're in their mid 20s yeah yeah i was thinking maybe uh i do like the zoe kravitz pick um but if you wanted to go in the same age range <clears throat> maybe um laura i think her last name is harrier harrier she was um i just forgot she was gwen in the spider-man homecoming movie okay yeah she would michael, fit well michael keaton's daughter or whatever she would fit well yeah because <laughs> she's she's young and she could be, i feel like she could do the dark stuff too um yeah, yeah and got, that's good and that's good after we're spending our budget on these big tv stars we might not yeah. be able to afford zoe kravitz <laughs> if she was in black klansman also she's been in some other stuff so yeah that's Zoe a good kravitz pick. would blow your whole budget i think right exactly exactly so yeah i mean the, the fourth one like i said i really didn't cast it because i don't know that it matters at that point it's just I, amanda seafree just put it <laughs> yeah <there>. it doesn't <laughs> Yeah, I think you can kind of plug anyone into that can role. Can you just though. do like, Karen again, Karen? That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> but this time, instead of predicting the weather, you can like yeah, exactly tricked with your mind. I do that Karen thing all the time, where they accidentally or they um, they three way her in, and she doesn't know she's on the phone, and then she gets back on the phone and goes, ah, "I'm sick." Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. just mad at me. I love that. So yeah, that's mine. The craft. That's a good one, dude. The craft. That's good. You know what? I have something similar on mine that I was actually going to look up and verify if it had been remade because I thought they were talking about remaking it recently. Just real quick to touch on it. It's just going to breeze by it. But The Crow, I think, would also be cool as like a superhero movie because people loved those movies. I think it could be a series too, dude. Oh, yeah. It could be a series. Can you imagine that on Netflix? I would watch the heck out of it, dude. Um, I'm just going to look up really quick. I meant to look up and see if I feel like I remember reading something about it. Oh, they were going to do one. Yeah. Oh, with Jason Momoa. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. So August 4th, the crow reboot director thinks film will still happen. Okay. Well, maybe we'll get it. Maybe we'll get it. Maybe not as a series, but I just wanted to touch on that one really quick. Yeah. No, they're kind of in the same vein. Get out. Yeah, it reminded me of it because I was going to write it down and then I didn't look it up and then I didn't. But then when you said The Craft, it reminded me of The Crow because it's very similar. Here's another. Here's a TV show for you. Um, you just went, what, movie that you wanted to do a series? I'm going to do a series that must be a movie and I don't know why it is not already. And it's definitely genre hopping because we haven't done anything in this vein yet. But I would love to see a movie about Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah. You know what? How has it not been a movie? Yeah, that's that's actually really surprising. <laughs> I know they did the. Was it Don Cheadle that did like the funny or die videos where he was Captain? Yeah, Planet yeah. Something? But I will like like if you did a serious Captain Planet movie, it would probably be cheesy like that Power Rangers movie was. But like to take a kid show like that and then action it up, I think would be pretty rad. Yeah, no, that's interesting, and it's got the name recognition. Absolutely. And then I don't know who you'd get to play Captain Planet because they'd be in makeup anyway. But yeah. like then you could have an all-star cast of Planeteers, right? Then if you got you got six names on a poster, you got Captain Planet and then the five five other people on there. So that'd be sick, man. And that's you know, similar to like, you know, the superhero movies and spawner stuff. You can also you action figures, posters, oh yeah. Uh, f- Funko Pops, like yeah, yeah. you'd be oh, able to have Yeah, Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> You do origin story spinoffs. So you find out where my yeah. came from. It'd be cool, man. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's a really good one, actually. That that's really good. Yeah. Um, I want to breeze by one really quick because I'm again just surprised that it hasn't been remade. Um, it could be due to the some of the circumstances surrounding this film. Um, I didn't okay. cast it or anything because it's just really really quick. I just want to mention it. Sure. Um, and I'm just really surprised that it it never got 
uh, any sort of reboot or anything, especially with the when this craze sort of happened of these paranormal activities, and that's Poltergeist. Oh yeah. Oh, did they not remake Poltergeist? Not to my knowledge in the last twenty years. I think they did like a Poltergeist two, right? But right, I think that was shortly after the original. Why did I think they remade that one? That's um, definitely if they did, we need to go watch it right now. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I just <laughs> surprising because yeah, it was like pretty. It was a pretty big like standalone horror film in the time oh, when it was yeah, all about dude. slashers. Yeah, for sure. Well, then, like you think about the other movies at the at the time that had eighty seven sequels of them. Yeah, exactly. And how did right, one... I'm like, how did Poltergeist <laughs> not get one? Like, there's how many Amityville <laughs> horror movies are there now? Like, oh yeah. That horrible Ryan Reynolds remake. Yeah, so I Poltergeist. I didn't saw in the theater. I, I didn't remember. cast Poltergeist just because I don't know that it would matter. Um, sure. And the main star was kind of like the little girl anyway. Right. And I don't know any seven-year-old actresses, so I I couldn't cast it. <laughs> like, uh, who's the new Abigail Breslin? I don't even know. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's who's... the girl from the Florida Project. I bet is who would do it. But uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> so I'll do uh, I'll do another one just because again that cool. was a quick one. Um, yeah. Which one do I want to do? Uh, let's see. I did back-to-back sort of like Supernatural. So I'll take it way, way uh, on the other side here. Okay. This is a movie that I think it's time we get a sequel to. Um, because we got a second American Pie. We got a second Dumb and Dumber. Like uh-huh. all of these these sort of fun comedy movies that aren't good movies but people love them yeah i I mean they always usually get sequels i don't know how this one didn't i think it's maybe because one of the stars got a little bit too big but he's not doing as much now so i think it's now the right time to put these guys back together we can just do an entirely kind of same story but a little different i'm making dude where's my car too (laughs) that's so perfect dude i just think it's time Yes, as soon as you said get these guys back together, I was like, oh, why is there not already a sequel of this, dude? Like, I, how it's so easy. It's yeah. a, and if you want to change it, and now it's not even his car, and it's like a bike. If you want to be more eco friendly, like just make it, yeah, sweet. Where's my <laughs> skateboard? <laughs> yeah. Like, I honestly think you can call it, dude. Where's my car, too? Like, yeah, absolutely. And pretty much have the same premise, except maybe like now they're both dads. Let's say they're both dads now, right? Oh, and yeah. the, you know, but the same That's thing it. happens. The car goes missing, and now it's like them and their kids, <laughs> yeah. though. Like they're teenage kids, like Perfect. on the journey, and the same shit happens. Like they're still Zoltan. <laughs> they're still like you know this whole like crazy craziness that ensues. This gives yeah. you a chance to bring back like Christy Boner in that movie, right? Um, I touched Christy Boner's. I saw Christy Boner's hoo hoo. Like. <laughs> You can bring back like Jerry O'Connell and his like <laughs> weird role in that movie. Yeah, so. dude. And it doesn't like it doesn't really matter what the movie is. People are going to see it just because it of Dude oh, with my car because of the title, and they're going to know what it is going into it, like they did with American Wedding or exactly, yeah, <laughs> the eighth Austin Powers movie or whatever, right? Like, exactly, it's a dumb raunchy comedy that people love. So yeah, so that's I genius. I think that's got to happen. I mean, now, now they've got tattoos again, but this time it'll be like maybe just on their arms, right? <laughs> right. Or their sons get tattoos or something yeah. pierced maybe and they don't remember doing it or something. But what would be funny is like if it wasn't like a cool tattoo, but it actually like meant for something like freedom and equality. Like what does mine say? <laughs> freedom. <laughs> That'd be so good. Genius move, dude. I love that. Yeah, was that one of it. our 2001 movies or was that 2000? It's 2000. Yeah. Gotcha. 
That's a really good pick. When we started talking about this and you were like 20 years old, I was like, oh, so 2001. Because our first, my first episode on this was 2001. That's right. And it got me thinking about those movies. And then I was like, uh, like there's already been 87 Shreks and then like whatever else came out in 2000. I know. I looked back and it was really hard for me to even do <laughs> something. I was like, oh, Joyride. And I was like, oh, crap. They made that Joyride like they not did. that long yeah. ago. So, But a movie that would be either a good update or as a series and it's a movie that you and i both love that i think we were both surprised to find that each other loved it i would love to see a series with this premise where the black guy goes back to medieval times and has to oh my god yeah like give me a black knight the series dude i, I think and i think it has to be martin lawrence right it's gotta be nobody else can do that yeah <laughs> but a whole series like Game of Thrones serious level actors, but with just Martin Lawrence walking in there and messing everything up, dude. I would watch the crap out of that. Like every week, I would binge that show. That would be incredible. <laughs> that would be so good, and they can do so much more with it now. I know, and especially as a series, like you said, because you can go through all of like what happened in medieval times, like exactly. Or there's famine, like there's like everything that kind of happened. Oh. Absolutely. Becomes sign like me up. some kind of consultant to the king and he has to figure out all these different problems or whatever. Yeah. Sign or, me up. Somebody help me somebody. That's incredible. <laughs> boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, boom. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it just lends itself well to like whatever format you wanted to put it in, but I think a series would be best for that. And yeah, um, it's gotta be Martin Lawrence. There's I'm in. <laughs> sign me up. Perfect. <laughs> That's that's so good. That's so good. You know what else is good? The BFOP Network. They have a lot of great podcasts that you should check out, like this one. Hey, everybody. I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. All right, so next up for me, again, this will be kind of a quick one. Um, uh, This is actually a nod to my mom. I'm throwing this one out there. Love you, mom. Yes, meatloaf, meatloaf, donuts out for meatloaf. She's not going to listen to this, but it's fine. Um, but this is a movie that she really, really likes. Uh, I think okay. it's because it came out in the 70s. So when she was a kid and I guess she watched it, um, but she, you know, spoke volumes about it when I was a kid and would always try to convince me to watch it. And I just wasn't interested because it's an action movie and I was a kid and it was like, I don't want right. to watch this. I want to watch like you know kid shows or kid stuff sure. like i want to watch rookie of the year i don't want to watch this um right. <laughs> but uh, the premise is great um and it is kind of one of those heroic sort of you know movies where a man kind of does not extraordinary feats and saves a bunch of people like it's it's got dwayne johnson written all over it let's just oh okay let's, let's put that out there i didn't nice. cast him but it i mean it's it's Kind of that big epic sort of. How have of, we not cast him in anything yet? I feel like that guy's already in everything. Yeah, that's the thing. he'll have a cameo and do with my car too. <laughs> oh, of course he's got to. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, th- this um, this is that big sort of summer blockbuster epic movie, um, and it's a movie starring Steve McQueen. It's called The Towering Inferno. Oh yeah, okay, nice. And I, it's like kind of got that like latter forty nine. Yeah. 
sort of premise to it is where OJ this guy yes oj simpson was is in that movie <laughs> and plays a very prominent role in that movie right. yeah um but right. yeah it's just a big kind of that's your that's my big action movie on well one of two big action movies on the list for me i just right. doesn't make sense to me that it hasn't been redone it's a pretty simple premise yeah and a great i mean it's a cool cool story too like that's a, a cool premise to go into an action movie because i think sometimes maybe those like fire movies get a little depressing where it's like oh this is too yeah i don't know how you adjectivize 911 y um <laughs> you yeah. want to make something that's like a total downer but that was just like a solid action movie about a thing that's actually like actiony so yeah that'd be dope man yeah and i mean you can pretty much take your pick of of action star Sure. Um, I went Chris Pine just because I can kind of, oh, I can kind of see dude. him doing that for sure. Can we cast the OJ role with Antonio Brown? Would that work? I think I'd rather have OJ now <laughs> than Antonio Brown in that role. That's a really good pick, dude. Yeah, that's that's another one of those ones that I need to go back and revisit. Like, I'll go watch. Let's do a double feature. We'll do Waterworld and Towering Inferno. And we'll all yes. get up on that. And then Perfect. we can start actually casting these movies. I'm in. Nice. Uh, well, I'm going to take mine back, too, then. I had one really old one on there that um, I wasn't sure if I was actually going to get to because it seems like a weird one. It's a movie that I always enjoyed, though. And I feel like if you redid the story now, um, I don't think it's been redone. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, especially coming on the heels of something like a like a star is born right where it's that same old story that's been told four mm -hmm. times but it came out again and it like people still get emotional about it and they still whatever um i think i mean i'd be fine with redoing like a breakfast at tiffany's right like you get Ooh, you get yeah. somebody who's the current audrey hepburn and she's going through her life in in new york and trying to figure out who she is in the world and it brings in an interesting cast of people. You got the crazy upstairs neighbor. You got the love interest who's also like a gigolo. Like it's it's a cool <laughs> story that I think you could you could do well with current filmography and cinematography and all yeah. that kind of jazz. And it's so. got name recognition, Breakfast of Tiffany. It's oh, got the song. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then so then you would have to cast somebody in that Audrey Hepburn role who could potentially sing at least one song. So so, so <laughs> as soon as you said that, I thought who would work? And I thought Anna Kendrick. Yeah, that's it that's who it should be she it's can Anna sing Kendrick. like yeah dude yeah that's great that's great yeah and she's brunette and cute and that's really i great. can see like I, I can see like the movie poster you know what i mean with anna kendrick's yeah. face on it when the black dress with the hair on top of her head with the things on there yep yeah dude i love it but i do again like going back to a star is born i didn't see the old one like the either of the old ones because there's like a judy garland one and a barbara streisand one yeah but after watching the bradley cooper one i was like you know what that's a really cool story and then i wanted to go back and watch the chris christopherson one and whatever else so i feel like you get the nostalgia people but then you'd also get the current film people who just like anna kendrick but then they'd have an appreciation for maybe an older movie too so yeah yeah that's a really good pick i i'm kind of mad i didn't think of it <laughs> I, I like that one a lot yeah um you thought of anna kendrick which is what it needed so yes yeah i have one that maybe people can argue that it shouldn't be redone either because it it just is what it is as a standalone and you shouldn't mess with it or the other end that it's terrible because i know that a lot of people think that about it too okay. but again it's in the I, I just feel like we're in an era where these movie musicals are so prevalent you know and, and there's yeah, that absolutely. element now of putting them into movies where it's almost it, it used to be its own genre where now it kind of just fits right like, sure it's like oh it's a movie and there's there's happens to be music in it yeah and so i thought about a really really big movie that 
you know, had music in it, has a classic soundtrack. What can we sort of remake? And it's, I think it works even better now with um, just more emphasis on all people matter and diversity, equity, and inclusion. And that's sure. the bodyguard. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Because we're going to show an interracial relationship, which I think is a story that should be told. Like, And I don't think it needs to be Save the Last Dance because that can stay But sure. as, as what it is. But I think the bodyguard would work because, again, you get a little bit of there's that social sort of conscious aspect to it. But yeah, then you absolutely. get you get the singing in there. We can cast. I casted like I was thinking Jennifer Hudson. I As soon as you said bodyguard, I said Jennifer <laughs> Hudson, dude. Yes. Yeah. It has to be Jennifer Hudson. Nobody else could sing that song, first of all. So. Right. And it's like she has crossed over into acting, and sure. I think she could do it really well. Yeah. Um, yeah she get, keys maybe, but I don't even know if she could hit some of those notes. Like I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's her style, right? She's not right. that big, like, sure. pelter. I think Jennifer Hudson for the bodyguard is perfect. Perfect. Dude. Oh, my gosh. So then so I started Jennifer thinking Hudson about and Kevin Costner. No, right, so I started thinking about that role, right? Like, so what we need is kind of like a, I don't, I guess we need a, a white male in his sure. early to mid forties, right? Who can kind of pull off. Sure. And it has to work. Like it, it can't be just anyone because these interracial relationships are interesting to cast. If it doesn't sure. look like it works, right. If it doesn't look like it makes sense, then I'm not going to buy in. So I, I thought like who works in that type of role, right? Like who can pull off where, he can be like look a little bit menacing as like this bodyguard with like a yeah. suit and you know maybe sunglasses on but then also can have a little bit of like a softer side show some sensitivity maybe a little bit of humor so i thought i need someone pretty versatile and for some reason i thought matthew mcconaughey yeah yeah <laughs> that's perfect dude like he does have that aspect he's like way older than her though isn't he Is um i don't i don't know that he's as old as older than her as we think he is because jennifer (laughs) jennifer hudson's not young like oh really i don't think i would be shocked at the age difference between them is more than like 12 years let's bet let's bet she is okay she is older than i thought she's she's got it she's close to 40 is that correct she's she's 40 yeah he's 52 so oh 12 years look at that nailed it bro nailed it (laughs) so I, i think that still works fine yeah it's totally good and he does, he could pull off all those aspects that you need him to, where he may be a little rough and then he softens up and whatever, because we've seen him do all those different kind of things there. Um, yeah. That's a great pick. Great pick. I'm trying to think of somebody else and all the people that I'm thinking of now. Like, I, I can only think of older people first, and now I can only think of people that are too young. Right. And so, I mean, if we wanted to get someone that maybe was in their 40s, now we're kind of looking at, again, this, this could be a Chris Pine. Yeah. He could kind of work there again. True. I'm um, thinking like, the Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's are too scary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know that I, I, I kind of see them. Cheesy. Also, Brad he's too old now. Brad Pitt is he too old? <laughs> Brad Pitt's probably a little bit too old for that. Sure, it's like that next generation. It's kind of like that. It's like to me, there's like the Damon Affleck Pitt generation, right? That are like sure. mid '90s into like yeah. the mid 2000s, and then there's that next sort of line of succession which is like your jake gyllenhaals and there you go people on that like those guys are probably Watching in their phoenix yeah like those guys are well he might be a little bit older but those guys are probably like in their early <laughs> 40s now right early to mid 40s like the jake, jake gyllenhaal's probably 45 yeah like the jake uh, gyllenhaals i'm trying to think of other people who are in that like the, your josh hartnett's like guys that are there you go that are kind of in that in that Just range. tell me the whole cast of Pearl Harbor again, and we'll pick some. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I think I got it. Jennifer oh, he's Hudson, only forty-one. He's forty-one. Jennifer Hudson, Matthew McConaughey, the bodyguard. Ryan Gosling in the bodyguard. That would work too. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that would be good. He just too. doesn't say any words. He just conveys all of his emotion <laughs> in the corners of his mouth. <laughs> okay. I made a joke earlier about Antonio Brown, and I apologize for it. But there, it reminded me of another movie that is one of those franchises that should be untouchable just because of its legendary status, and no one should ever remake it because too many people love it too much. But we have so many options now that we could plug in there and the movie would no doubt suck, but everyone would still go watch it. And I know that they would because everyone just went and watched that new Space Jam, which was not great. But if we remade Kazam <laughs> with some insane person as the uh, as the genie, I would watch <laughs> the crap out of that dude. Like pick anybody and plug them in there like that was like peak shack right when Kill oh yeah absolutely but you don't want to do another lebron james movie you don't want to do a steph curry it'd be too weird right, we don't have to do a basketball player like that's the other thing right that's why i was thinking antonio brown no i'm just kidding but somebody like... bro give me give me like cam newton cam newton would be amazing <laughs> right come out with some crazy hair on the genie that would be so good dude i would love that Dak Prescott as <laughs> I mean, Ezekiel Elliott as Cassandra. I mean, that's the thing is you're right. People would go see it. Well, yeah, because then sports people would go see it just because it's going to be funny. And then you're going to have an athlete doing funny things, which everyone always loves, right? Like that's yeah. the point of the mass Singer or these prank shows where they have the athletes come out and do just silly things that athletes don't do normally. Yeah. Um, and then it wouldn't even matter if the plot of the movie was good. But with special effects now, you could probably make a fairly decent movie with – little to no effort as long as you had the right person in there you know what we we just overlooked is this is dwayne johnson this is <laughs> like <laughs> yeah how's that not just obvious with yeah how's this we like, found where we want dwayne johnson to star in this yes movie. he's not the bodyguard <laughs> he's, he's, he's kazam he's not dude where's my car he is kazam yeah he's kazam yeah See, Will Smith was already. I was thinking, right? I was thinking, like, yeah. <laughs> well, but if The Rock is perfect for that, The Rock would be great, dude, with the vest and the bracelets. <laughs> yeah, I had that one in there as kind of a joke, but again, I would watch it like if you yeah. made that. That's but the thing. Again, yeah, the stuff you... that I wanted to make uh, remakes of, it's already been done, dude. You know, they have a Magnum PI remake. Like, I would. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that at all, and now I have to go watch it. That's the thing. It's literally everything. It was so hard. This was a lot harder than it should have been. I know. Because everything's been remade. I was trying to think of more stuff, too, like um, like when they went to Starsky and Hutch, and then they did comedy, and 21 Jump Street, and then they did comedy. Like, one of those. Yeah. Like, could you do an NYPD blue movie? <laughs> Make it, like, with Dave Franco and Zac Efron <laughs> or something, right? Like, I mean, surely you could, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's just Brooklyn Nine Nine, though. Not like... <laughs> yeah, that is basically Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, no, that's that's good. Um, I'm up next, but before that, just want to let you guys know about one more podcast on the BFOP Network you should listen to. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week, we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us 
the land of nostalgia. All right, which one do I want to pick here? Um, I feel like my re- a lot of my remainders are kind of in the same genre, but sure, I'm gonna do a movie adapted into a TV series. Okay, here because it's an iconic classic movie with an iconic classic character. And okay. I'm just surprised that we haven't seen this character on our screens in some sort of capacity. Now, what would happen is a lot of people would maybe be upset with the fact that we're redoing this character and it's not the original person playing it because of just how well they did it and because okay. of the, the look and the aesthetics of it. But I think it's time for us to bring in a new generation and to try it anyway. So this is a Netflix series and this is Edward Scissorhands, the uh, series. I'm in. I am in all the way because it gives us, I mean, a series gives just, just gives us so much more space to do different things with Edward, like to expose him to all sorts of different kinds. For sure. Well, and then you could start it earlier too, and you get more time with the creator father guy too. Right. And then like, well, what I thought is interactions with the town before Edward. Yeah. yeah, And I want Edward, I want Edward in like high school, I think. Like, like, I think that's where it makes the most sense (laughs) is like, how is he interacting with other people in high school? Right. I could not cast Edward. Like I, I thought about this and like, I, I had a really tough time with this, but I did cast the Winona Ryder role because I I think that's just as important, especially being the love interest and being sort of the only person that, that kind of understands him, the person he feels safe with. And we can build like this really nice bond on the show. And it's either going to be kind of that, will they, won't they sort of love, or just, you know, they're just kind of friends and confidants. And we have that sort of dichotomy between them. And I thought who kind of fits something like that, who can pull off that role. And I thought, well, maybe Winona Ryder can't do it, but maybe a co-star of hers can. So I'm going to put Millie Bobby Brown in the Winona Ryder role. Dude, if you're putting Millie Bobby Brown in there, I'm going to say it, and maybe it's controversial. Finn Wolfhard would probably make a pretty good uh, he, scissor hand. He, he would. Now, I don't know, again, if that's if we should do that, just for <laughs> obvious reasons. But for me, like Millie Bobby Brown fits that perfectly. We get to Absolutely. keep her in the Netflix universe. Yeah, like dude. we know she can carry a show. People are going to watch it literally just for that. They're like, Oh my God, that's 11. Like, yeah, we're going to watch this. So, well, if it's Netflix <clears throat> and you've got Netflix money to put a, yeah, put a big actor on a show, you could get like a Timothy Chalamet maybe in there. He would be a good. Yeah. Actor, yeah. I think he's greasy anyway. So. <laughs> Not a huge fan of his. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I could see what guys, like, Ty Simpkins, like the Iron Man 3 kid, he's probably old enough to do something like that now. Or yeah. uh, Noah Jupe, the kid that was in, like, what else was he in? Quiet Place, maybe? Oh, yeah, that, that could work. Yeah, yeah there's a, I feel like there are a lot of up-and-coming For sure. sort of young actors in that age range that could work. I just think that Millie Bobby Brown drives this home, and yeah. then... The Edward, like again, yeah, yes, we need obviously. All I'm thinking about is dark-haired, greasy-looking guys now. Like that's that's all I can put into my brain because it's Edward. (laughs) So it's like Finn Wolfhard and Timothy Chalamet. Like those are the first two. Yeah, just imagine Edward. Like, like they want him to join a sports team and he can't, right? And then like just imagine Edward at the prom and like just all these different like high school scenarios. And it sticks on his hand and he straight arm walks all the way down the field (laughs) holding the thing. Yes. Nobody tackles him because they're afraid of his hands. Yeah. Like just imagine him in all these different (laughs) scenarios. Like (laughs) I'm in dude. I don't know why I didn't think of that. That's so freaking good. I love that. I'm glad. I'm glad. So yeah, there it is. That's awesome, dude. You're up. 
man, why am I up now? Why do I have to follow such an awesome pick like that? I don't even know. I'm looking at what's left on my list and it's slim pickings. We've talked about just about all of them, but uh, let me see. And uh, you know what? A show that I really like, this is a show and you could do it. I don't, did I already say this one? I don't think I did. You could do it either as a movie or as an updated TV series. You could even go super dark with it. Like we were talking about earlier. Cause it's already kind of a dark premise, but it was like one of my favorite shows. It had action. It had, some of that supernatural element and it, it was like a cop show, but with, I don't know, other stuff involved in it. Um, and I just watched it again recently because it was on Disney plus and that is gargoyles starring Keith Ooh. David. That, oh, I'm, I'm getting like a Gotham vibe. Right. For sure, man. But like, if you did a live action gargoyles, like movie now where like, they're all the CGI'd out and just, yeah jacked up ripped dudes i don't even know who you could that's your maybe a dwayne johnson too i was gonna say that's your dwayne johnson your jason momoa like that's your jason kind of momoa would probably be a good like goliath um but yeah i mean like you could get like a mark Wahlberg in there as brooklyn or something like that yeah right? <laughs> yeah but i watched the heck out of that because it had like the good like the xanatos versus the cops but then the gargoyles were also involved and they're trying to protect the castle, but also help the cop. Like it was a good, good story dynamic. And it was a, it was a nice series, but the, I feel like the most memorable parts of it could probably be condensed into one live. I was, was going to say, I think that I, I feel like that's like a nice two hour. Right. Live action movie, summer yeah. blockbuster. Absolutely. Dude. Yeah. I think that I actually think that would make a lot of money. Like, cause think of like <laughs> what transformers did. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And those movies were, I mean, they're still like super fun for me. Like the old those movies. Anyway. So yeah, yeah, watching those, man, they're, and it's not even about like the nostalgia was cool. And I watched the Transformers, like different versions of cartoons coming out. And then those are just an even better retelling of the same, the same premise. So. Yeah. And you just get so much out of Gargoyles too. Again, merchandise, action figures, yeah, dude. video game. Like, yeah, there's Halloween so much costumes. you can do out of that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Be all over the place. That's, that's good, man. I like that a lot. All right. I'm going to do, I guess this one's kind of another nod to my mom. Um, So thank you, mom, for exposing me to some of these movies that maybe I wouldn't have seen otherwise. Right. Like as a kid, there's just kind of certain genres you don't really care about. Sure. You know, so if it weren't for my mom, I don't know if I'd see this, but this is a movie that I love. I, I just think the suspense behind this movie is incredible. I think the premise is really cool. I think it fits in any sort of generation. I think it works. Um, so I want to remake Misery. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, I just think it's a story that, like, it's relatable, right? Like, it could happen. Yeah. It's not It's not one of those far-fetched sort of, like, horror movies, right? Where it's like, well, wow, this, this guy with this chainsaw, like, isn't, right. you know what I mean? This is, like, this is just an obsessed, crazy fan. Yeah, that, well, that's what I would... When you said that, now I'm thinking like with the way that current horror movies are going, you could do like Misery directed by Robert Eggers or like like the guy who did The Lighthouse or whatever, where yeah. it's just tense drama, like not a ton of music, just like weird ticks happening in the background and then yeah. like slow pans and real tight zoom ins. And then somebody's ankles get snapped off halfway. Through. Exactly. So I, 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 I need your help casting the Paul Sheldon role, the, the James Conn role. But I, I feel like I have a good leading lady for this because we need someone that can play crazy, sure. obviously. Like someone sure. who's just got kind of that crazy look and can flip that switch and like play 
psychotic, right? Where sure. you can just kind of, and it's believable. But also, I want to add a little, like, it needs to be someone that almost comes off as, like, bipolar, like Kathy sure. Bates did in that movie. It's like, half the time she's praising him, and she's his biggest yep. fan, and then she flips a switch and becomes evil. So I yeah. got someone, like, that I feel like could do that really well. We've seen okay. her m- mostly in comedy roles. Okay. But I just think, I feel like she has that in her, and she looks the part to me, and that's Aubrey Plaza. Oh, dude. <laughs> Hold on. I've never thought about her in a role like that. But like we know she can play weird. Like she's got those crazy eyes. Like she's just got that oh. face where Dude, like, when you said she goes like back and forth, I immediately thought of like Janet snake hole or whatever. <laughs> from Parks and Rec, where she's doing the crazy voices and like, yeah, I don't know what you did with my money. And like, just going insane or whatever, bro. Aubrey Plaza is a great pick. And that would be a good chance for her to like flex her chops too, man. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So we, you know, we see that a lot, right? Like in comedic yeah. actors, especially like as they get into their careers, sure. You want to like, you know, Jim Carrey did it. Like, I mean, every, you know, everyone has done it yeah. where they want to show off a different side. So I feel like she would want to do that. Absolutely, man. That's a great one. So for Paul Sheldon though, we need someone to play like this writer in like his fifties. It was kind of assumed he was like in his. Well, 50s. there's your there's your Joaquin Phoenix right there, maybe. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> why why do I like Joaquin Phoenix and Aubrey Plaza together I, in a movie? Why does that the work? The more I think about it, the more I need to see it. You know, it's this has got to happen, dude. That's really good, actually, and he would pull that off very well. Absolutely, that panicked like, "Why am I here? And why are you doing this to me? And what the heck just happened to my legs?" But yeah. also that like try to talk her out of it, right, and try yeah. to like, get oh, inside her head. Bro, yeah, I'd watch the crap out Dude, of that. Dude, Misery's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a really it's good so movie. so intense, man. It's a good uh, good book, too. Um, Hold on a second. I had one a second ago that I thought of, and then I was like, nope, that one's already been redone. And then as I was looking at it, something else popped up that I thought well, was going to be. You know what else popped up? A lot of different podcasts on the BFOP network. On the BFOP network. Like this one. <laughs> La la. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. Awesome. I needed that two minute commercial break to, to find my next movie. Perfect. Um, another one that's like beloved. And again, um, kind of a timeless story that you could probably, you could maybe say has been redone, but people are redoing these kind of movies all the time. But again, with a guy who was beloved at the time, who's more beloved now that I think if people saw the title and that it was a remake, they would go watch it. And then you could have that cameo factor where you have the other guy come in again. Um, it's a classic body swap. I'm talking about Big. Oh yes, a remake of Big. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's going to appeal to everyone. Everyone, dude. That was a fun movie for kids. That was a fun movie for adults. Yeah, it's going to be a fun movie for anybody who loves Tom Hanks. Anybody who loves body swap movies or magic movies or whatever. It's a comedy. It's family fun. I love it, dude. I completely agree. That's. Yeah. yeah, that's a great pick. Who's, who's the modern day <laughs> who's, Tom Hanks, though? Who's, I know, that's what I'm saying. Who is the Tom Hanks of, of the day? Because Tom Hanks is still around. So, Because um, what, this is, this is probably what? He's mid to late 30s? 
He's yeah, I think he's maybe I don't know, not just probably around thirty, maybe. Yeah. The, the problem is Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks at thirty looked forty, so like it was true. But he also played that like childlike yes. wonder or whatever, right? Where it's like, who would do that well now? This one's tough, actually, because I'm, I'm thinking of people, and I'm like, I just can't see it. Right. That like the people I have in my mind, it's like too serious, too serious. Well, in my mind, like I was like, oh, Will Ferrell, like this. How could? But then I'm like, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like he's too old, and like, <laughs> and you feel like he's already done. I mean, that was basically him and Stepbrothers. <laughs> right. I, that's probably why my head went there. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else has done something. Like I know, like Ben Foster did that a little bit in some other stuff that he was in, but he's also too old. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I guess it also comes down to like how much seriousness do do you want in this you know if it's gonna veer like more comedy right then i think that opens up like maybe an adam divine or someone like that that's it that's it right there he's 40 yeah you throw 40 year old adam divine in there and he could probably play a little kid really well oh yeah adam divine is it dude (laughs) all right i love that that's perfect yeah big starring adam divine you know you get the tom hanks cameo where he walks past oh yeah or maybe he's the the I forgot the robot's name now. So oh, oh, that'd be a good idea. That's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah. You know what I, I? You know what I want? I'm not an artistic person. Like I don't do graphic design. I would love if people made all these movie posters for I us. Know. It's like TV <laughs> show posters so with the people we have casted. I'm gonna see if I can get that. Anybody who's good at Photoshop, please make that happen. That would be amazing. yeah. Like I know Eid's pretty good. He makes like graphics for oh yeah, get Eric for benchwarmers. I mean Mason Eric, does do too. Like either I'm one of them. You right now, do it. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, that oh, Big's a really good one. Yeah, that'd that's, be fun. that's really good. I've got a few left. Um, Let's hear them. Whew, this one is this one's tough because there was a remake or a sequel, I should say. Okay, it wasn't very good. Um, people make fun of it, and rightfully so because it wasn't good. The, <laughs> okay. the, the, the first one's inc- an incredible movie. The second one, not so much. But it's been a long time, and I feel like the stink of the second one is gone for the most part. So I think we sure. could potentially go back to the well. I think this one needs the original actor and actress to play a pivotal role. We can certainly put someone out, plug someone else in, but I think that we need Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. I'm talking about speed. Oh yeah, dude. Yes. I think it's time, right? We can just ignore <laughs> that cruise control ever happened, right? Sure. We can, that, that didn't happen. I want Jack <laughs> and Annie from speed. They're still together. Right. And I want them just in another situation. At first, I thought, do we take them and do something else, right? Do we put them on a train? And I thought, no, that's oh. that's been done, right? Unstoppable, taking a Pelham 123. Sure. Like, oh, yeah. th- those kind of train movies have been, I feel like, beaten to death the last 15 <laughs> years. So I don't want to do a train. Can't do a plane. That doesn't make sense. Like, right. So I think we need to keep it on a bus. Like, yeah. I thought about it. But then I thought, what if we kind of flipped it, right? I I still think Sandra Bullock needs to be the one driving the bus. I think that makes sense and it works. Sure. And Keanu Reeves is the one out John wicking people. Right. You know what I mean? Like as, making sure as he still does. Right. Exactly. Going after kind of the villain. But I thought, to, I thought what would make it a little bit different and give it even a little bit more of a, of an intense sort of, Oh my God, I really hope that this doesn't blow up or they don't crash. And I thought, what if they were on a school bus full of kids? Oh, so let's say Jack and Annie have a kid and they're on a field trip and they're chaperones. That's how you get them on the bus. That's how you get them on the bus. was like, why, why would they ever get on a bus again? But what if, what if their kid was on a field trip 
that they're yeah. chaperoning, or even honestly, it doesn't even have to be both. Just Sandra Bullock chaperoning, right? Sure. And this situation comes up. She calls Keanu Reeves, and then he's the one that's going after the, you know, the villain while she's right. maintaining the bu- the school bus. I think it works. I I think it works. I think you have to have Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock in it. No yes. Else do it. Also, they could probably still do their own stunts, and they're still hot. So yep. whatever. And yeah, and it, we know it works. Like, I even like the lake house. Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves together, it works. <laughs> I don't know if I like the lake house. It works. I'll allow it though, but they do work well together. Um, yeah. Who, and I, who's your villain in that one though? Then that that's going to be the question and the hard part. To yeah, out, right. Because so. we need someone who's kind of got who's like that enough to kill a school bus full of. That's children. what I'm saying, right? So it's got to be someone that has that like sadistic, sure sort of mind, right? That jokery yep. kind of. Uh huh. Because yeah. that's what it is. It's a jokery kind of sick mind that would for sure put kids but you in either need somebody like that. that's over the top like the joker or someone who's just completely like like dane dehan dead behind the eyes that's right like, <laughs> you look at that guy and you're like yeah he killed a kid probably. so you know who actually makes a lot of sense because i've just seen him do this role in red eye is, is killian, murphy? killian murphy yeah i'm in that's it like i love it dude i think that works he is a really good villain I forgot about Red Eye. The other person I thought was maybe Clive Owen, also a, a really good villain. Yeah. But I think I like Killian Murphy a little bit maybe. better. Definitely. I think Killian Murphy's your guy there. Did they do something to Rachel McAdams' nose in Red Eye? <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks longer than it normally does for some reason. That's a, that's a really good movie, an underrated movie that I really enjoy, Is that actually, the one where she orders Eye. a sea breeze? In the yes. <laughs> a sea breeze and a bay breeze. Like, yeah. Why have I seen that movie so <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's a pretty easy watch that's probably it's why it's good dude yeah There's it's a an man easy watch your father's house with a 12 inch k bar <laughs> yeah dude um I love that movie too. yeah sandra bullock keanu reeves killian murphy solid speed pick, on a school bus speed sign me out <laughs> sign me up schools control no i don't even know school zone boom Speed three, school zone. Sign me up, dude. Like, and I, I, I just feel like movies where kids are in peril, they just hit harder. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, dude. Like, well, then everybody cheers way harder when the villain loses, and yeah. we're already going to be cheering because we know Keanu Reeves is going to tear somebody up. So yeah, I th- th- this to me is this was my favorite one of all of them <laughs> for sure. And I, like, it yeah. took me a while to nail down the plot, and I was like, no, I got it. Like, That's gotta be it. I got it. That's great, man. I love that. I've only got really like one more i have one more real one and then like one quick one that i want help casting okay i'm just going to give you my last one here but it's just going to be a blanket and i'm going to say we need probably several just john hughes updates like we need a a ferris bueller for the modern world like what would happen in that scenario in 2022 that would be way different than whatever happened in the 80s or a 16 candles in covid times right (laughs) like whatever right like we need somebody that's doing those kind of high school comedies um, with yeah. that level of like humor and heart. Because again, the high school comedies now are what either raunchy or there's somebody's a zombie or whatever. Yeah. So I think for sure, 16 candles and pretty in pink work as yep. like we, they could both be remade. I think absolutely. For sure. I, you know, I don't think we would need the same actress. I don't think like, that makes sense anymore. Like yeah. in this day and age, <laughs> but you put like Karen Gilliam, get another like Ginger in there or something. Emma Stone and and make it work. Emma out. Stone, yeah. If she wasn't, if she was younger still, like sure. this would have been a perfect Emma Stone thing like ten years ago. Sure. That yeah. would have been. This would have been. This to me, this one of them would have been like a Chloe Moretz probably five years ago. Yep. Right. Yeah. So I don't know really who's there now. 
because <laughs> I mean, oh, Sadie, what's her name from Stranger Things? The redhead from that. Oh yeah, that could work. Throw her in there. I'd watch. Yeah, them. that could. Yeah, that could work for one of them. I think those work really well. I think Ferris Bueller would be interesting. You'd have oh, to have right. the right cast. The good thing is it opens up. There's so many cameo opportunities in that. Absolutely. Like, you got to get Cameron in there. Obviously, yeah. Matthew Broderick would be in there. You could still have Charlie Sheen sitting at the police station, but just in real life now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be interesting because I that is it's not quite Mrs. Doubtfire where I wouldn't touch it. But yeah, that sure. that's one where it's like it yeah. would have to be right. Everything would it, like the stars would have to align exactly perfectly you'd have for to, that you'd have work. to cast it all correctly and yeah. then we could do breakfast club as like a psychological thriller where they're just not allowed to leave detention right that would oh be... <laughs> that's see i thought it would work as a series but yeah that that's really good <laughs> that's really good actually <laughs> yeah because that's kind of like that's that's sort of like your saw hostile sort that's of exactly <laughs> they get detention and then suddenly they just start dropping off one day. yeah it's kind of like a like escape room type movie the guy leaving at the end with his fist in the air is just the last one alive like there's no one else left it's just him that's actually really good (laughs) it actually that was my last like batch of movies that i had i feel like that might be jordan peele like to do the breakfast club oh there you go yeah dude it'd be completely unexpected too it'd be like that freaky friday movie that vince vaughn did which was like kind of funny but also like weirdly scary so yeah yeah that's good yeah all right, so uh, I'll get into I'll do my last one because it I wasn't like saving it because it was great or anything. I just okay. because it was a similar kind of supernatural. I didn't want to just put it yeah, right yeah, after sure. the other supernatural one. Um, but my last one is again another movie that I'm really surprised hasn't been done. Uh, just because it's a people love it. I mean, it's a it's a great movie and. Yeah, it's just it's got everything you kind of want. It's a great love story. It's classic. It's iconic. That's Ghost. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Really surprising. Ghost hasn't been redone. That just for the pottery scene alone, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so good. Yeah. So I was trying to cast this one, and I don't love my male lead. I love my female lead that I have. Okay. Because I just think she fits the part. First of all, she can pull off short hair. Oh, okay. Which I think we still need. I, I think sure. you need to keep you that. To. I don't want to yeah. deviate too far from that. I'm thinking Shailene Woodley. Yep. That's perfect. She's got the heavy drama background too that would mm-hmm. work really well with that. Yeah, she just she I can see her in the pottery scene. You know what I mean? Like Oh yeah. I immediately like copied and pasted her into that. Yeah, that's perfect, dude. So I, I when you said female lead, I thought you were talking about Whoopi Goldberg, because she is the female lead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so that I, I definitely think Shailene. So then I was thinking we need someone kind of around her same age, right? I mean, sure. she's around my age, right? So she's kind of in her early thirties. Okay. So I was trying to think of who kind of fits. Not that I mean Patrick Swayze obviously has like a masculinity about him. He's a man. Like, yeah. and if we want to stick with that, then obviously we need to think like Liam Hemsworth. Sure. Right, like. I, maybe that could work. I could kind of see those two, maybe, yeah, acting alongside of each other, right? Like, sure. Initially, I thought maybe the other Hunger Games actor, Josh Hutcherson, but he doesn't have that rugged. No, he's a little. He's got a little boy face. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm scrolling through my list of people now to see who would be manly enough for something like that. You know, you could put in there like a um, 
Well, no, they're a little maybe too rugged. Like a Kit Harrington. See, that's what I was thinking too. I don't want to go too rugged, right? Like Charlie Hunnam is too rugged for this. Right. Aaron Taylor Johnson probably too rugged now and hairy. Um, yeah. He's got that kind of thing. So going this on. one's a tough one because there does have to be a little bit of a vulnerability, right? Yeah, like you want like he's 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 manly, but he's pretty. <laughs> yes. Which is how, which is usually how I describe Zac Efron, but his new face I don't think would work very well. In that, so. I, yeah, I just don't know if I see him doing that either. Like, right? Oh, Who's what somebody if somebody that's got that? Go ahead. What if, in in light of trying to be more socially acceptable, it doesn't have to be a Caucasian, and it's, and it's Michael B. Jordan? And it's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you started going down that road, it's like it has to be Michael B. Jordan. Because he is that. That is a man. That works. That's it. Ghost with Michael B. Jordan and Shailene Woodley. Come on. Sold it in the room, bro. That, oh, man. Somebody make this poster. Now my heart needs to see this movie. That's dude. so That's so sick, dude. That's perfect, dude. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> I love it. Yes, that's amazing. Um, so that was like my last one, and then that's a perfect one. The other thing I have is I want you to help me cast this role, okay. both roles, because it's such a classic movie. It's really surprised it hasn't been redone again. I think that's probably because Hollywood probably views it as untouchable. Okay. Um, I know I'm talking it up, and we'll get to it. But first, there's one more podcast that I need you guys to listen to. Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it. All right, so here it is. Pretty Woman. It was almost on my list, dude. Yeah. It was almost on my list. Because it's going to hit an entirely new gen. Like, the people who watched Pretty Woman, the target demographic, now have kids that are the age that they were when they watched it. It's a great story. It's a love story. I mean, it is. And it's like, dynamics. and like, it's a come up story. People love a come up for sure. Well, the, the thing I like about that too, that maybe is a little bit different from the other movies that we have on there. The villain is they're the main characters, like their own worst enemies, right? As they try to figure out whatever their dynamic is, they keep getting in each other's way. And I feel like that just like, yeah, you get actors that can play that off really well. Oh, and then there's the Jason Alexander or whatever, but it was almost on my list. But again, I didn't know if that was one that was going to be too iconic, which is exactly what you're saying. Um, but yeah, dude, like there's, how a, would, there's how would you cast that? Out there. Um, I would go, well, no, he's too cliche. I was going to say <laughs> Ansel Elgort or somebody, but he's oh. he's already doing all of those. He was just in West Side Story, right? Like he's kind of doing it. Yes, he was. Um, and he's not like Richard Gere was also. I was like, going to say, we, if, we, if we're keeping in, I mean, Richard Gere is what, 40 something in that movie? Is he though? I feel like he's right? only like 35, but he's just gray. Like, because he's Richard Gere, he looks older. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. 
Yeah, I guess um, we'll probably the pro- the range is probably the, thirty-five to forty. The right? hard one's going to be the girl, which I think is why we're talking about the dude. Because I think they're both hard. Pretty much be any dude. I mean, like, yeah. There's once you know who the girl is, I think it would help you figure out who the dude should. That's be. That's true. Yeah. I don't know who that girl should be. Though, right, because it's like, how big are we? Do we want to shoot for this? You know what I mean? Like, sure. Because Julia Roberts at the though at the time wasn't you know Julia Roberts. Sure, she was about to be though. Yeah, so I mean, this would have so like, are we shooting? About to be somebody. Are we shooting? You know, really, really big, right? Like, um, d- but then it's like, who can pull it off? Right. Like, there's people who I feel like are on the cusp. Like a Daisy Ridley is on the cusp of superstar actress, but I don't Does see she her rom com. Like, right? Like, I don't see her pulling off that role. As as the comedy piece, I think would be the struggle. I'm trying to think of other other actresses who are like again, kind of right on the cusp, right? Who who are the big early to mid twenties actresses? Jennifer Lawrence, she's older. Yeah, Sir and she, Ronan, she does dramas. And like, but yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, I love Elizabeth Olsen. I would put her in that, and I'd watch it because she's <sighs> got the drama. Well, she doesn't really do the drama part. She just does the funny stuff. And I don't know if I see it. Yeah, that's fair. Like, like I want to anybody but Anya Taylor Joy, I'd be fine with. <clears throat> Not a fan. Um, let me look. I'm scrolling through, scrolling through. British. Uh, ooh, not to take it back to Stranger Things again, but um, Uma Thurman's daughter is right in that range. Maya Hawk, uh, and she's a ginger and she's pretty. Uh, Florence Pugh, I love, but she's very dramatic. This is a hard one, dude. If we were like live streaming this, we could just be like, throw it in the comments who you think it should be, and people would tell us. Right? Isn't that how that works? I don't know how YouTube is. Ariana Grande. Are you still, are you waiting on me to say something? You're muted, bro. I can't hear you at all. Am I muted? No, I still have sound. Oh, okay. I can't hear you at all, man. So were you talking this whole time and I just couldn't hear you? Because I've just been rattling names off. I've gotten down to the part of IMDb that's listing Mia Khalifa now, so I think I need to start scrolling the other way. <laughs> While you adjust your sound, I'm going to keep looking. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. All right, cool. Yeah, I was talking that entire time. I don't know Didn't what happened. Didn't hear any of it. Um, I'm looking through. I asked if you think Emma Watson could pull it off, but I don't now that I gave it more thought. I love Emma Watson, though. Um, then I thought, <laughs> well, I can't choose Shailene Woodley again. Right. But I th- oh, how do you f- she's kind of dramatic. Too. How do you feel about Haley Steinfeld? I love Haley Steinfeld, dude. In that role. I don't know about that role though. I love Haley Steinfeld, but okay. I don't know about that. I, I got I got another one. And she's doing a TV series now, but I think it could work. What about Lily Collins? Which one is Lily Collins? Lily Collins. She's Emily in Paris now. Oh, um, Emily in Paris. Yeah. She work. <laughs> Um she what's the the movie? The uh the Julia Roberts Speaking of Julia Roberts, <laughs> what is it? Mirror, mirror. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her. Yep, yep. What about? Well, speaking of Lilies, what about Lily James? Yeah, that I I don't know that there's a slam dunk. There's I'm like, one, dude. I'm looking through and it's like, like I'm looking through all these actresses and it's played all not the working. Disney princesses. Recently. Uh, I don't know if any of those work. No, dude. I'm just. There's another Lily. <laughs> it just has to be a Lily at this point. All these oh, man, this one's Seven tough. British. 
Yeah, I thought maybe about Sophie Turner. You want somebody, you want, like, who is that, like, the Julia Roberts that's, like, can be serious, but you still just love their face for the way that they move it? Like, Sandra Bullock is the same kind of way, right? Where it's yeah. like, whatever you're in, we know that that's the person you're going to be. And maybe we're just being overly picky. I mean, this is why I saved this for the end, because I, I thought this would be... Oh, Amelia Clark, so dude. Difficult. Put Amelia Clark in there. I'd watch that. She's she does cute things with her face that people like. <laughs> is she the right? <laughs> is she I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't hate that one. Like, put Gal Gadot in there. Watch I, that. Uh, that that's interesting. Yeah, isn't I, it? I think we need to go. Yeah, Imogen Poots. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't love her in uh, what's that movie, the Zac Efron one. I didn't uh, love her in that. I don't know what that awkward that? moment. Oh, okay. I don't um, know enough about Zoe Deutsch to say that. I do like you, Elle Fanning more than I like Dakota Fanning. Actually, you mentioned Zoe Deutsch. That's not bad. Zoe Deutsch kind of has that. That's not. That's not bad. Her. Zoe Deutsch kind of has that. That Rachel McAdams, Kira Knightley kind of cuteness. She does. Oh yeah, she does. That might she's work the actually. Bones too. Yeah, I kind of like that. And she's Leah Thompson's daughter. I was gonna say she's got the pedigree. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. All right, Zoe Deutsch, and then who's the guy opposite Zoe Deutsch? Again, it's kind of like pick your. Is guy. there an actor in their thirties that has gray hair? Please, that would be nice. <laughs> well, it's kind of like pick Oscar your... Isaac. It's Oscar Isaac and Zoe Deutsch. I'm I'm good with it. We nailed it. He just has to shave his face. That's it. Which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've covered all the bases, dude. I yeah. think we cast every actor that's working in Hollywood right now, and we've remade <laughs> all of the movies that need to be remade. <laughs> I agree, man. Wow. I can't believe we got through it. That's amazing. Dude, that was fun. Dude, it was so good. I love that. I think we I have some... I just want to go find more things to remake. I know. I think we have some great ideas. <laughs> For sure. Like, there were a few other things I wanted to try to do, like more live-action cartoons. But sure. you you had a few of those. Like you had a few. I tried to like find some, but most of them already had an attempt. Like a lot of them did, man. So well, I was even thinking like Batman Beyond I loved, and you could kind of redo that and say that it hasn't already been redone, even though there's been eighty Batman since that was on the air. But um yeah. have that Terry McGinnis Batman story would be cool. But... Yeah, like I was trying to think of something that I could like adapt into either a movie or TV series. I did think maybe Doug would be interesting <laughs> as like a Yes. Wouldn't that be interesting as like a TV show? That'd be so good. (laughs) Just Uh, like this nerdy kid. Yeah. It could be like the kid from 13 Reasons Why. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Dylan Minnette. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Like him playing Doug because he's just kind of got that Doug kind of head. He's got the Doug face. Yeah. Yeah. And then like you'd have a patty and a skeeter. Like you could do. And a pork chop. You could do uh, Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things as Skeeter. Oh yeah, like he'd be a dope skeeter. Like he's so good. Yeah, (laughs) that was really the only thing I thought of, like from taking a cartoon and like completely flipping it and making it like more of a dramatic. For sure. Well, like the Doug part. I mean, because he's kind of you could put him in any age range and it works. You could you couldn't really do like recess because they kind of have to be at recess. Yeah, right. Exactly. Maybe do Hey Arnold, right? Like a Hey Arnold would kind of work like a Cosby show or something, right? Where it's just the whole block, you know, is kind of a part yeah. of the series. So yeah, that could work. Hey, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that could work too. That's a good call. <laughs> Can't do like Cat Dog. 
<laughs> right, exactly. Um, but that was one thing I was trying to do. And then the other thing I was going to like throw to you was like adapt a video game. Okay. Because for my entire life, I've wanted a Grand Theft Auto movie. Like, I don't know uh, how Yeah. that's not a thing. Like, I don't know why for that. Sure, I don't know why they didn't capitalize on that in like 2006. Right. Well, when there's they were... been video game movies that have also been remade because I was originally going to have Tomb Raider on my list. And then I remembered they had already remade Tomb Raider. Again, yep. so... Well, that's the thing, too. Yeah, I was looking through video games and I'm like, well, they, they've made a ton of them. Most yeah. of them aren't well received. And right. maybe that's why we haven't seen the Halo movie or the Grand Theft Auto movie. Sure. A Halo movie would be sick, though, dude. Like, yeah, I've been saying that like since Halo came out. Like how well, they did that Ford under Dawn thing with Anna Popplewell or whatever. Oh, name. yeah. Yeah. It was just like, what? where are we going with? this guys it was way too slow but like give me like an action halo movie that would be dope yeah that would be um, really cool pitfall the movie it's just a guy running and jumping over things. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm sure at some point we'll probably get a Fortnite movie so right oh dude sunset riders the movie the old western like side scrolling shoot em up oh my god like a, a western with four different guys <laughs> who have to go and like bury me with my money like you could do a whole series of that because yeah that on every level man that would be it that would be a, a good series <laughs> that'd be awesome <laughs> but uh man this was a lot of fun thanks for for taking on this endeavor with me man dude thank you for inviting me and for thinking of me i was so stoked when you told me the idea and i immediately started making notes and then like they just keep coming the more we talk about it but yeah dude i'm i'm more excited by your picks than i was by mine like, see and i feel i feel the same like <laughs> i want to watch like big like i think that's perfect dude Ghost. like like i gotta see these dude it's so good yeah and, is there hands the series how did i not think of that man? um send me like a list of yours Okay. Because with, with with who we casted. Okay. Because I do want to try to get some graphics made. Oh, perfect. If okay, possible, cool. like I'll throw it out to Eid or Mason and and see if For sure. either of them would be generous enough to to do that. Because be awesome. I I just want to see them. Yeah. Like I think they'd look super cool. So I like just want to see the cast of Game of Thrones with Martin Lawrence in the middle. <laughs> 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 I love that dude. It's so good. All right, man. Um, before we get out of here, tell everyone where they can hear you. Yeah, you don't hear me as much as you used to anymore, but I am still out there every now and then uh, on my show with my brother, The Hollywood Cast Connection, and then Eric's show with my friend Eric, uh, The Priority List Podcast. Um, you can also hear me on a recent episode of the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Scott is also on, uh, which is always a good time. And yeah, hopefully you'll hear me on this show again because I love coming on here and talking about my nostalgia with my buddy scott so yeah check me out wherever just search my name on itunes s-a-m-c-a-r-r and see what pulls up so yeah yeah and obviously you guys know but both of his shows highly highly recommended i've been on both of them i love both of them i get excited when new episodes drop so definitely give them a listen and support um and yes you'll definitely hear sam again on this show because i've got other things up my sleeve so it's not the last of of sam that you've heard listen to everything on the bfop network guys you already know the shows you've heard the promos uh give them all a listen everyone works really really hard um i'm by far the least hardworking person on the bfop <laughs> network and i'm okay with that but these guys do an incredible job and they deserve your attention and support so do that uh, i'm out of here so until next time uh happy new year everyone and remember that people don't forget and coming soon to you, Golden Girls, the early years. Check it out. Bye.